welcome to the Three Entrepreneur Podcast, where three entrepreneurs, Benji, Oliver, and Alexi Vigora, get together after work on a Friday night and um, talk to you guys. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the dress code and also the future of real estate. What will it look like? Uh, we think they're kind of interlinked as well. Uh, you guys, the fans, the voters, you know, voted for this topic today. So it's going to be an interesting one. Um, we hope we, we give you what you want. Um, don't forget about, I, li- I heard this on another podcast actually uh, called the um, called Real Talk by Andy Frizzella. He makes people pay a fee. It's not monetary or financial, but if you got something from this, if you learned something, found it valuable, please share the show. That's the fee. You have to pay the fee. If you got something from it, share it and like it and comment on it. And, and share it again. And yes. share it again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Is it hot in here? Man, I am well, got hot. A, you've got a puffer. puffer. Oh, oh my oh, God. No. 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 <laughs> oh my God. That is un. <laughs> Bro, that is Mate, I, that is <laughs> wicked. Thank you. Wow. That is. <laughs> Mate, that is. That is the dress code of mind. real estate. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to be uh, walking oh, out one. with my boy's Mate, faces on, on it. I love that. On my, on my chest. Mate, I love that. Oh, thank you. And for those who are I'll listening, who are listening, not watching, Alex has just taken his uh, jacket yes. off and is wearing a hoodie with the three entrepreneurs logo on. I oh, have this effect when I wear it wrong. Out. You've spelled it wrong. Shut up. No, I'm just. No, <laughs> God, my head looks so big. I'm really pink. Yeah, you do look a bit like Quad. Ollie, oh, your yeah, teeth are you? so white. Oh, my in teeth, it. yeah, my teeth are like really white. That is amazing. Oh God, I've been holding that in like all week. Where Ooh. did you get it from? I w- uh, this website, they do like You obviously have to get two. For- I will, I will. I Honestly, wanted to like test it. So it looks good. like good and quality. Money. That is so good. How much was it? How much? Uh, I think like 40 quid. That's not bad. Yeah. So now actually we can sell our own yeah. merch. <gasps> yes. <laughs> we can. Now yeah. on to the next one. We've got I want a hat. Yeah. I want a hat. A hat. We'll get one. Yeah, we can do so hats. So if, any, if anyone listening yeah. wants to I've buy... got a really good website. I'll send it to you. We'll just go to all our viewings wearing that. Yeah, they refuse to pay for the shout out, so I'm not going to say which website, we'll, but... We, <laughs> I was going to say that... I was going to say that ties it... <laughs> that ties in nicely with um, talking about the dress code, but we're we doing the wine. Yeah, yeah. so um, we thought we'd drop the uh, sugary drinks after last time. Um, the gassy, so gassy These drinks. guys thought it would be a better idea to give me alcohol instead. So... Um, <laughs> Benji, would you like to <laughs> no, do no, the no. honours? <laughs> go on, Benji. You know how go to on, like, crack it, Go on, Benji. Go on. That's it. Wine. That's right. We're going to test your skills here. Don't worry. We'll, we'll oh. crack on in the meantime. Wow. Christ. Okay. Uh, I think, mate, normally you can just... Un- un- you don't have to do that. You can just untie the top there. <sighs> Sorry. I'm doing this properly. Do you want me to do it? Okay. This is Come on. And that's the end of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and one hour's up. <laughs> so also, we I'm haven't got so wine glasses in the office. Our clients probably be happy to know. Um, but I remember watching on The Godfather. I think you drunk them out of these sort of glasses. So it's quite cool. I feel yeah, quite, I like you know, yeah, gangster drinking it. out of a normal I glass. Yeah, I love a big glass. Oh, that's going in really easily. Love a big glass. Oh, the, nice. the bigger, the better. That's going in nicely. Yeah. Excuse me? I don't know if I'm doing this right. I was about to say, that isn't that normal? That's meant... Oh, mate. I'm going to cork oh, it. Oh, my God. Here, give it to me. Give it to me. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait, Those arms are meant to be going up. I think you're stopping from the arms going up. Push it in. Push it in. (laughs) Oh, God, he's dropped it. My God. You've got to put the tip in first. God, that's so embarrassing. What? Can we just, like, cut that? Do do you not know, honestly, how to (sighs) open up really red? You have. Yeah, I have. It's okay. By the way, red wine makes me go red on the cheeks. I don't know why. Oh, God. It's like, go straight to my cheekies. So we had to um, think before this podcast. It's like Alex said, do we give cheese. do we give Alex some alcohol or do we give him sugar? And we've seen what happens with sugar in the last episode. So let's see what the um, result of alcohol oh, happens yeah. this week. Oh, okay. Is that this is the first time? Oh, have I corked it? No, no, you've done but, well. But hang on, the cork like the thing's gone through. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. And then you just un- yeah, unscrew of the cork. Okay, I knew that. Okay, so this is Fortnum and Mason. Red hey, wine. we should keep this cork as it was a memento. Given to us by a client. Yeah. Fourth. We'll put it in... Um, oh, God. Oh, my God, Al. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Sorry. we we'll put, put it in Alex's memory box. Cheers. Cheers. Lachayim. Cheers, guys. To the three entrepreneurs. To the three entrepreneurs. And to Alex's new jumper. I'm selling these jumpers. If you want one, let me know. <laughs> Are we spitting or swallowing? What, what? what podcast is this? <laughs> I thought that's what you do in wine tasting, no? Spit or swallow? No. Holy. It is what you do in wine tasting. Okay, so... Um, we digress. We digress, <laughs> yes. Majorly. Let's get back on track. Now, dress code mm. and the future of real estate. So, I don't know about you guys, but 
I've seen a major change in dress code mm. um, in the 10 years. So when I first started in an agency, I had to wear a full suit, mm-hmm. like not different colors, like you can switch up suits these days mm. um, with a tie and you had to be clean shaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much so, one day one of my colleagues, uh, who's now actually one of my best mates, Charlie, he came into the office with a, a bit of stubble or mm. a shadow and his director um, made him go and get a razor from the Sainsbury's down the road really? and go into the bathroom and shave. That's pathetic. That I is, know. And now, wow. you know, with us, all so our three have army. beards. <coughs> I know. It was um, like that. Back well, then. So I remember when, you, when, if you would yeah. walk into head office, so every month there was, I don't know, 100, 120 people that would get together. Mm. Everyone would give their overview. If you walked into that room, you dare not, but if you walked into that room with no tie, mm. you're as good as walking in there naked. Yeah. Like wow. the looks that you would get without yeah. wearing a tie. Uh, and I actually think Daniel on purpose used to not wear a tie of course he to is. try to be <laughs> different. different. Um, but it's changed, you know, That's from where we are now. You, you know, we had a uh, meeting today yeah. um, and it looked like I just walked in from, you know, with a mate from the street. <laughs> <laughs> Thank How you. Did go? <laughs> uh, we didn't get the introduction. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, was, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's been eye-opening. So I... Um, and I've been waffling on about it. I sprained my ankle on the weekend and the whole week I've been wearing we trainers. We haven't heard the end of it, have we? Yeah, not had the end of <laughs> That's it. We've and heard about. I've been wearing trainers and all the appointments I've been going on, I've kind of been semi-apologizing to the person I'm meeting saying, you know, sorry, I've dressed down a little bit. I'm wearing trainers. But they're not yeah. like Laura Piana nice trainers. They're like they're, someone... They're, they're dunks. Nice. Looks like your rapper from America. Yeah, but they're, these, yeah. Are, these, are, and, and these are hip Alex. These yeah, this, this is, is the sorry. Thing. This is what cool looks like, <laughs> and <laughs> and no, but it's interesting. I they've been saying in response to me saying sorry, I've dressed down a little bit. Like it's fu- like it's so cool. Like yeah. it's so really? relaxed. And they've actually said like it actually what did looks, you think they were saying? Instead, I like, don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I felt like obliged to apologize. And they were they, one of them actually said, um, "Well, you guys at DDRE are quite cool, aren't you? You're like trendy <laughs> chic." And I was that well, was that was most quite, of us are. Most of us. Uh, are you insinuating that someone's not? What we've a jump like things that. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, cool. I look, I'm, mate, I'd, I'd give you the look, instruction if you came into you. mine. I'm, I'm wearing a suit. I was right? wearing that. So. I'm, I'm wearing a suit. It's that you can't. Whilst I think the game is changing, and you can definitely wear what. Well, not you. You can definitely wear. <laughs> you can definitely wear what you're wearing to go and meet someone. But yeah. there isn't. You can't move away from the fact that wearing a suit, you feel smart. You then portray yourself as smart. Um, you know, you look, was it you dress smart, you act mm. smart, or whatever the saying is. Yeah. Dress for the job you want, dress to impress. But yeah. I think a lot, a mm. lot of it is, is it's breaking down barriers. So we tried to break down barriers. Going to throw out quotes and it might make me seem clever. <laughs> we tried to break down barriers, don't <laughs> yeah. we? Yeah, and I've always been ice break. And going actually back to probably about about a year ago, I was having some um, new critter windows put into the house I was renovating. And anyway, I had about three or four uh, window companies come round and quote. And I'm always analysing people. I love like watching how they mm. sit, what they wear and everything like that. And um, one guy came in and he was so uncomfortable in his suit. You could tell, you know, like people, some people look <laughs> what, as it didn't fit. really or? uncomfortable, sweating. It was hot. It was summer. You know, it was 30 degrees outside. It's hot. It? You know, he was summer. sweating. He was sat there. He was playing with his collar, his tie the whole time. He looked so uncomfortable. <laughs> he looked so uncomfortable. Right. But also I felt like it creates a bit of a barrier sometimes depending on who you're mm. actually seeing. Yeah, correct. I agree. It can alienate it's like you him some, versus in some me, instances. It's them versus us, you know. Do you think our clients want us in ties <coughs> and suits? Look, I've, I've, I like you used to have to wear a tie and I think it was in one of the last companies that I used to work for where unless it was 30 degrees plus and you used to sit there looking at the thermostat on a, on a boiling hot day and as it tipped on that 31, you were then allowed to remove your, your tie. You know, you're allowed to do under your top button. No, no, nothing yeah. else. You know, no two or three, you know, buttons down. But you're That's allowed to remove your time. So would you, would you undo two or three and buttons? Honestly, to go honestly to the amount of people that, the amount of people that you know, but the amount of people you'd go and then see, and they'd be like, "Hey, take your tie off. You must, yeah. Be, yeah. You must be roasting." Mm. You know, and I felt sometimes it creates a bit of a barrier. It creates a it bit does. of a. Them versus us. And look, I, I, I believe that there has to be a smart element. And I agree with you, Benji. I think wearing a suit gives you. You, you, you feel like you've got a bit of a superpower sometimes. If mm. you're looking looking good, you're feeling good, you're well, going to perform better. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, in answer to your question saying, and, you know, further to what Ollie's saying, so we did some filming yesterday for something uh, separate, and one of the questions was about the dress code, and the first thing that I do in the morning when I'm getting changed and I'm deciding my outfit, 
I will look at my diary mm. and my outfit will reflect who I'm meeting. Yeah. So for example, if I'm meeting, you know, I've got some friends that own apartments, homes in the neighborhood that I work in that I know when I go there, they'll be wearing, you know, tracksuit and a mm. t-shirt. Yeah. If I rock up like <clears throat> this, like it's just not gonna, it's not gonna work. So yeah. I will dress down based on if I'm meeting someone young, cool, mm. trendy, you know, crypto tech entrepreneur, they're not, they don't want someone in a suit and a tie. Yeah. If I'm going to, for example, the reason I dressed in a suit today was because I was showing a house uh, at three and a half million pounds. And I know the person that was coming to see the house owns a 27 and a half million pound house that they're looking to sell. So I wanted to impress them. Mm. So in answer to question, do they want to see you in a shirt, um, in a shirt, suit and tie? It depends on who the person is. You know, mm. if you're going to meet someone who's perhaps not being ageist, but maybe someone, you know, over 60, 70s, you know, slightly elderly that, that, that would expect the respect that you would dress smartly, mm. then for sure you'd go in, you might even put a tie on. Yeah. And I'm not, and, and I'm not suggesting the future of real estate is you never wear a suit, you never wear a tie. You do. It's just, you tailor it to yeah. who you're meeting yeah. ultimately. And I think we've all got different personalities, you know, like yeah. we've like Ollie Hamilton, who's, you know, part of our... He's so suave. So suave. Such a slick, such a slick guy. But he... I know I'm joking, but who, who <coughs> act, tell, tell people who... Act, who so Ollie, 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 Ollie Hamilton uh, is another advisor at DDRE. Um, we all love Ollie, don't we? He's, yeah. he's a great Gold character. Gold, yeah, he's um, long, luscious locks. The prince. Um, the <laughs> the prince, prince, as we call him. Um, but he is a suit. Double-breasted. He's a double-breasted tie... Brief, you know, is a briefcase? Does he have a briefcase? Brief. No, that's Ingalls. <laughs> I've got, oh, you've got, got yes. a bit of a briefcase. Um, but he looks, he pulls it off and that's him. That's his personality. Yes. That's what people would know him for. Yeah. You know? And, and I think we've all got different personalities and I think ultimately when you go in and see a client, I don't think they rate you on what, what you're dressed on how you on, on how you dress as long as your personality your Would professionalism you yeah. mm. um your advice comes across in the correct way people people buy into people and anyway going back to just the quick analogy of, of the of the um the window guy that came out oh yeah so i had three people come out two of them in suits and i felt there was a little bit of a you I could tell the sales people yeah, i'm yeah. here to sell you window sales you know i, I want to sell you my wi another guy came out jeans nice i think it was a ralph Lauren shirt looked cool relaxed taught me through yeah. different process i felt i felt like you already felt i bonded he's already i bonded yeah and for me there was no i, I think he's more professional because he's wearing a suit and he's not because he's wearing a shirt mm. there was nothing about that you know um so yeah i think I, I agree with you benji i think you sometimes do tailor it you know if there is an older generation or something in there you yeah. kind of do tailor it slightly and, and who and you're kind of viewing and yeah you know. and i think also um you know ultimately we are an extension of our clients. So we will be representing their home and we are marketing ourselves, mm. not just what we say and our track records, but how we look and how we appear. So when we go and pitch on a super prime listing at 10, 15, 20 million pounds, whatever the number is, um, we're, we're representing them as the seller. Mm. So if I turn up looking like a slob and I've got a 30 million pound viewing, it's not going to represent the seller or the property well because they've appointed me mm -hmm. to sell their home. <clears throat> but if I turn up and I look slick and I my clothes fit perfectly and I'm not sweating and mm. I feel comfortable, I'm in control, it's going to help sell. I genuinely believe it's going to help sell the home better. Mm. So from that first time, the buyer walks through the threshold. They see me, a nice firm handshake. I'm looking the part mm. and I go in and I walk in with confidence into the home. Yeah, It flows seamlessly. Whereas if I turn up, I'm, you know, a bit overweight, shirts untucked, shoes are scruffy, hair's all over the place, mm. beard's not, you know, trimmed. I think it starts yeah. the viewing on the back foot, <clears throat> in I my agree. opinion. Do you, do you think that um, also maybe the, the point where we are in our careers has something to do with that? Do you think, you know, if you were starting out, if it was your first day in real estate, mm. you probably couldn't get away with wearing jeans and a t-shirt and trainers on a viewing? But given we're all uh, at 10 or more than 10 mm. years in so far, do you think that has something to do with it? Like our track record speaks for itself, hence why we could maybe dress down a little bit. Yeah. Because our experience... It's a, good, it's a good question. I, I, think, I think it does. <coughs> I think... Um, I agree. But then again, if let's say you were interviewing three people tomorrow and 
one of the one of the uh, interviewees turns up and he's smart but casual you know he's got some nice stuff on he's rocking it well he's confident are you gonna think any less what do you mean though what, what would he be wearing Descri- well, let's just say he's, um, he's wearing trousers let's say not suit trousers but they're clean pressed trousers he's wearing a fresh press but fresh pair of benji's dunks that he's wearing whatever they're called yeah i'm dunks. a dad now as well by the way um and he's wearing let's just say it's a nice jumper and he's got a jacket on okay so he looks good it's not too informal it's not too formal he's come for an interview he's come for an interview okay but he's confident he performs really well at the interviews well spoken he's he knows his stuff he's done his research are you going to think any differently to him compared to the two people who have turned up in a suit and tie and with so, a pinned up tie and yeah, everything else? The first thing I'll say, <clears throat> I think interviews are <laughs> awful. I hate the idea of interviews. Yeah. How can you, you know, maybe you have a, sec- a second interview. And, and I'm saying this from experience because I've previously hired people or been involved in the hiring process to, to bring people into my team at the previous firm that I was at. And you meet someone for an hour, two hours, and they are amazing. They say everything you want to hear. They tick every box. And then it's just like two months in, you're like, where's that person? <laughs> That's not the person that I interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's marriage's fault though, isn't it? Maybe, maybe. But, but it's difficult. You're making a, a snap decision oh, on someone for the, yeah. for the fut- for, to be there for a year, two years, and you're meeting them for two hours. It's yeah. difficult. But in answer to the question, no. I don't think how they turn up, unless yeah. they're not, you know, if this is median this is one end of the scale that's one end of this as long as they're within that so if they're wearing dunks if they're okay yeah yeah um as long as they're not too far away from yeah center I, I mean it's difficult because if someone's like really wacky and they turn up in very eccentric clothes i don't think it would it would change much for me as long no. as they're respectful and yes in their approach I don't think it would. Uh, no, I agree. Would really? deter me. No, I really agree, and I think I. I, do I think it would deter me. Or it would. would. It? Yeah. In what sense? Okay, go if on. they came to an interview dressed in, what I described, in yeah. a suit and a shirt. <laughs> no, like in dunks. Right. And like trousers with a jumper and a jacket. Yeah. For this sort of role. Interesting. Okay. I, I think uh, I'll be put off immediately. Yeah. Why? Really interesting. Why? Unless they had a track record. Unless if they were new though, I'd have nothing else going for them. Not nothing so, else going for them. That's so, <laughs> it's I didn't mean like that. I meant like if they had, you know, no track record, they wanted that's to really become an agent. Yeah. So I was going to mention... Dress like an agent. I was going to mention that point before. When you say dress like an agent... What does an agent look like? If you're, you're 21, yeah. you've just yeah. graduated from university or yeah. you were doing a weekend job and you didn't and, and you want to go into real estate, mm. how the hell do they know what to wear? Well, mm. go on Google or go on like Stathlet's Flats. <laughs> no, but like Google, like Google agent, or it's all ever so. Do, like, do, do twenty-one-year-olds own a suit? I mean, I know this is a crazy I question. I owned a suit when I was twenty-one. Yeah, but because ten years ago you would go to a an event, a function, a perhaps wearing a mm-hmm. wedding or whatever, yeah. wearing a suit. Nowadays, because life has, you know, maybe COVID played a part of it because everyone's dressing down. It's a mm. bit more flexible. You know, working from home is a lot more common, so therefore mm. people don't wear suits as much you know, wearing a shirt and jeans and smart shoes is perhaps acceptable. Do many people at university have a suit? Look, I think it's acceptable in certain instances. Like if you're going, if you're in tech, if you're a techie or a tech head, you know, or like... (laughs) What? Tech head. A tech head. (laughs) Right, okay. A a tech head. Yeah. Yeah. Are you speaking with a South African accent? (laughs) Looking at me, calling me a tech head. (laughs) No. I'm just saying, tech head. Isn't that Jabadi G? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know Jabadi G? Who doesn't know Jabadi G? I love Jabadi G. What's the um, program? I do like that People program. People just do nothing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You remind me of him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's so funny. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, like, if you're like a techie, or a creative, <coughs> then it's cool. 
<laughs> then, <laughs> then you know it's kind of acceptable. It's kind of normal. Yeah, but why though? But why? Go, why should there be just because it's, it's create? You know, I kind of agree to you in a way. We should be creative as agents. We get creative. Look at the yeah, we're marketers. For your Portland Place, thirteen point five million pound, five thousand square foot lateral apartment listing, which you can call me about if you want to buy something. We're not going to go that the audio. But the fourth plug. You know, like no, look how creative you got. You got a band in there. You did this really cool video. I've never thought. We should be like creative. That. We should Wh- be. Why? I agree. So there's like, things are changing. And mm. this is why it ties into the future of real estate. Yep. The two, I think, were really well interlinked. Mm. Which is why when the voters, those, you know, those drew, those two topics drew, was I was tie, like, yeah. oh, sick. Yeah. Like, excuse nice. the pun, it was a tie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was a tie, yeah. Yeah, a bow yeah. tie. <laughs> so <laughs> what was that? The, fu- <laughs> the future of real estate the future of real estate can I, can yeah. I, can what I, do you think it looks like can I tell he's you got, he's got a golden nugget an absolutely brilliant conversation I had two weeks ago blew my mind okay. Okay. no no sorry <laughs> going off that route again so about two weeks ago sat down with one of my clients um, his son he's an 18 year old at university incredibly bright um, and we went out for a um, bit of lunch and he was telling me about the whole NFT world. Mm. And honestly, an hour later, it, oh, my mind was blown. So he, Is that still a thing in NFT? Massively. Really? So he, um, incredibly bright young man. I think man. Donald Trump just released more NFTs yesterday. Incredibly bright young man. So Donald he's, he's in the NFT business. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. bought and sold um, artwork. So luxury art in the NFT world. Um and honestly, it just blew my mind with how, you know, there's this virtual world effectively where mm. you can go out and buy cars, artwork, real estate, mm. um, and people trade and sell. And we're not talking small amounts of money. People will buy millions. Millions. Um, and he really believes that in the next, you know, 10, 20 years, we'll almost have reality and we have a augmented reality. Like a metaverse. Yeah, like a metaverse where literally you almost cool. put on your headset and you're in your mm. 10 Downing Street because you've, you've purchased that and you own that in the NFT world. And you get into your Lamborghini, which is your NFT, and you've got your artwork Do on you the wall. Do you mean like you'd get home from work and you'd log on to like a Grand Theft Auto type game and then yeah. you'd have your own world? So, Sims. So, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Sims. You know, Simmy, silly mm. me. I was like, so it sounds like you've got the Sims, yeah? He's like, yeah, but. Well, so, so isn't the more. <laughs> in a much more intelligent more, way. The more poignant point, not so much the future of real estate, it's the future of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know a lot of it circles around money mm. and crypto and Bitcoin and Ethereum and those sort of things because NFTs yeah, and really you know, real estate in, yeah. in the metaverse is all done in crypto. Correct, yeah. So, you know, it's interesting we're talking about the future of real estate, but I think very much it's also the future of where the world is going. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is where. So one thing for me with the property game of this, I think within the next 10 years, we have to... I think blockchain will be massive. Mm-hmm. Huge. Well, I think the way that we do a we you know we do all of our legal system, you know, and transactions is absolutely archaic. Way behind a other countries, but also archaic where it takes you know 8 9 weeks to get a property through where the same, mm. you know, uh, inquiries were done 4 years ago and they're exactly the same or the same searches we've got to wait 3 weeks for the same as the one two doors away it's recently sold. And you've got so a lawyer why? using you've a fax machine. You've got a lawyer using a fax machine and having to get the de- you know download land regis and wait for this and do that and xyz and wait for management packs and paperwork it's just ridiculous. Why, why blockchain? Why would that help? Well blockchain is um would be more in- instant transactional it's a um data portal effectively that will be created where you can download all of that information within a click of a button mm. and it's all in front of you you know and then literally hopefully by the end of the day you do a transaction and the blockchain will also help from the the currency side of how quickly money can be transacted and I'm not I'm not an expert and I've done probably a lot more research than a lot of people but I believe at some point we'll get to a point where it's a Click, click buy 100% and an hour later you so, own it so i've got um i've got so two of my best mates started a new business they were both um chartered surveyors um they were doing valuations for two very large firms i won't name names and they both left and they set up a business which essentially automates um valuations so nice. the big corporates it could take to do one valuation a week to two weeks to do a valuation and they were in their jobs doing the same role mm. thinking well hang on a lot of what we're doing for the same 
thing is very different. 70 to 80% of each report is is the same. And I'm having to repeat it each time, probably very similar to each property transaction. A lot yeah. of what you go through and what you do is, is the same. So they thought, hang on a second, this is a niche in the market. Let's automate it. Nice. So they spent, I think it was two years, um, thinking what is automated and building uh, a platform that, that automates it at the click of a button they will have, I think it's 80% of a valuation report mm. automated. Nice. Which saves 80% of the time of the valuers. And I think it will get to the point where, for example, solicitors will have same. the same. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing as well, the future of real estate, I think you were touching on it at the blockchain and those sort of things. And I know we've spoken about it a few times upstairs and we're thinking of creating certain things. I do think we will get to a point when we all have a following, for example, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 people that follow us on our social handles because they like us, they respect us and they trust us. Mm. We could go to a building, for example, and you'll probably hear, you probably might know which path I'm going down because we've spoken about it. I'll be, hi guys, I'm here in Maida Vale. Uh, I've just invested £5,000 in this block of flats. Uh, I'm going to add the link in. Uh, feel free to invest in it as well. Mm. They'll click the link. Yeah. <clears throat> they'll pay £5,000 and they'll be in that fund that just buys the yeah. block of flats. Yeah. And I think that is not too far away from, you know, I think automating a lot of things might be a few years away. I think mm. that is is quite soon. Yes. Yeah, kind of like a, not a GoFundMe type thing, but something like that. Yeah, that will be yeah. Yeah fed through the blockchain and people can invest in you know some people have five thousand pounds not everyone has a million pounds to go and buy the flat itself yeah but if you have fifty thousand people that follow you you could get my maths isn't going to be great here <laughs> but if everyone invests five thousand pounds that's two and a half million pounds mm. i think what about so um globally what do you think is going to happen to our industry globally um in terms of us connecting with other real estate professionals across the globe and doing deals mm. i think it's <clears throat> quite obvious in now that people trust people and once you've got one advisor that you know and you trust um we can do business throughout the world we have connections we know who to speak to in other countries we have the expertise we especially now are looking at different marketplaces weekly daily you know and being educated upon those you know and speaking to brokers out there you know we had a broker again what on monday come come from america again talk yep. to the marketplace what's mm. the name again uh, raquel, raquel. I can't remember her surname, Raquel, Raquel but Raquel. she was fantastic. Um, yeah. mm, they're always great, those From, meetings. From um, San yeah. Diego. Yeah, that's correct. And she was telling ah, us about marketplaces. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> but for us now, so, you know, now when we have a client, and funny enough, one of my clients recently, we've just, we've just um, exchanged on a, an apartment for, she spoke to me the other day, and she was like, actually, my mum's might buy a villa out in Italy. Can you help? Who said that? Um, my retained client who just what's her, what's her phone number an <laughs> <laughs> email address <laughs> I'm happy to do hey, it hey, no that. stealing but that's she was like look can you know we we, we, we trust you can, can we go and buy something that's initially? it that's exactly what's happened well, so, so in answer to your question I know I assume you were leading us down a garden path because we are very fortunate that we have tech to support us in yep. ADVSR which essentially allows us as individuals to genuinely be global yep real estate agents mm -hmm. whereas before you had to work in a big corporate to have access to other people overseas or yep. you, you wouldn't think outside of the box because you'd be refined to your patch correct and you'd have someone at head office that was a, the liaison to the country italy or wherever it was and you'd have to pass it over mm -hmm. now through advsr which we have access to which has twenty three thousand brokers on globally they can list their properties on this platform in my details that, for example, if I've got a client when I'm in Miami on holiday and I do an Instagram story saying in Miami, my client can say to me, oh, I've got something to sell or I'm looking to buy in Miami. I can go and do that deal myself mm. with the person that sits on our platform yeah. who is trusted, liked and respected. I can call Raquel, let's yeah. say San Diego and yeah. say, hey, met in London. I know you sit on ADVSR. I've got a client that's looking in San Diego. Uh, are yeah. you able to help me? Yeah. And, you know, when our clients come to us, they're employing not just me, but my extensive network yeah. that I have access to. Exactly. And we're very fortunate at DDRE Global that we can plug into ADVSR, which I believe uh, at the moment we're the only uh, company in the UK that has Correct. access to it that can upload our listings to it. Mm -hmm. It's super powerful. I don't need an office in America yeah. to get my listings yeah. to... <clears throat> every state in the US yeah. and hence, hence the DDRE Global and hence the DDRE Global yeah. and it's powerful for us massively yeah, yeah. 
It's yeah, powerful. We've, we've seen that, and I think we've we've doubled down on it, and we've um, we've um, you know we've gone for that, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> so <laughs> uh, another, but something else that you just said, Benji. <clears throat> you talked about an office, and um, obviously a lot of corporates, the world that we used to live in. Yeah. You know, you weren't an estate agent unless you had a high street office. Mm. And people could come in yeah. from the front door, and you have your properties. <clears throat> Do we in the have window? a high street office? We don't no. have a high street no. office. Maybe in how many maybe people walk in and buy a property these days, though? I mean, for the people listening, if you're in a high street office, how much of your business comes from walk-ins? <sighs> not much. One percent. Maybe not even one. But I know this isn't real estate led. This well, obviously, this podcast is about real estate, but <laughs> this might not lead to us selling our listings. I think. You know, I know Daniel has these visions that this, we might have another room like this, for example, that will be big white walls that you can project Screens. our listings on. You can have meetings in. Perhaps in five years, the, the conversation won't be, do you have a high street office? It will be, do you have a studio space? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. 100%. Maybe. For content I think creation. that's a great shout. Because like if yeah. everything is digital, <clears throat> well, not everything, if things are moving towards <clears throat> digital and footfall to local offices is you know, dwindling yeah. because who walks into an estate agent's office nowadays and says, hi, here's my name and details. Can yeah. you let me know of anything? Doesn't <laughs> happen. And if anything, probably estate agents, the internet to estate agents probably dread that when someone walks into their office because they're sat upstairs, mm. you know, doing whatever they want to do and then have to go downstairs and speak to someone. Mm. It might be in a few years time, well, do you have a studio space? That's yeah. what might define yeah, I think it's, having, yeah, having, great. I think having it's an office presence. business yeah. as well, uh, real estate business in the UK that has a studio space. Well, so yeah. look, I mean, it has to be, and, and I know it's the future of real estate and it kind of ties in nicely about the office space, but ultimately I can do, apart from viewings and, and, and those sort of things, call outs and making, I can do that from an, a coffee shop. I can do yeah. it from home. Yeah. The office has to offer something to us, mm. has to inspire us mm. to want to come into the office mm. um, and, and leverage off it. Yeah. And it has to add value. Like this adds value to my life. This yeah. podcast upstairs, the studio room, these guys, if I, these guys mm. it adds value to my life. Who doesn't add value to your life? Well, I don't know about these guys. <laughs> What's your buddy G in? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> don't the switch. <laughs> no, but it's true, isn't and it? And that's the end of episode true. four. Massively true. Massively true. Yeah, yeah. And that's our last podcast. Thanks for watching, everybody. Yeah. Um, but Linus, no, it's, it's, com go, it's completely true. Linus is gone now. <laughs> he's actually no he's actually going um, but it's true and also you know there's so many people that used to say to me I used to dread walking into an estate agency yeah. office where you walk in everyone just immediately turns their head to you yeah. stares at you pray pray you know like a piece of meat Money. just you know and it's <sighs> no one wants to do that anymore no you know everyone's too busy for it you want to meet you. You know, you want to do meetings in relaxed atmospheres where you can really build relationships with people, get to know people properly, and it's not a just a transaction. It's a relationship yeah. game. You yeah. Know? Another question I, I've got for you both actually. Yes. Hit me. Um, Hit me fractional me. ownership. Mm. So recently, probably what six months to a year or so, there's been a few companies out there now which are looking at fractional ownership and. Fractional ownership for those of you that don't know is a bit what kind of what Benji was touching yeah. on earlier. Let's say you have a ten million pounds apartment in Mayfair. For for two and a half million, you can buy twenty five percent stake in that ten million pound asset, mm -hmm. and you can use it for twenty five percent of the year. It's and it's like me. a booking system. I don't know exactly how they me. manage yeah, it. Yeah, you can use it like say twice yes. a month. And so you kind of get a pied de terre yeah. and for your two and a half million, you've got a 10 million pound house. Thoughts? It's not for me. Go on it's out. not for me. And I don't know if it has a future, to mm. be honest. It's a weird one. I think it's tried to take off for a while now and it hasn't really kicked off. Mm. Um, it's weird. You kind of want, the thing about property is it's meant to be your home, your home. And it's not your home if it's like an Airbnb. Mm. You might as well book an Airbnb. Mm. And another good thing about real estate is that you own it. It goes up in value and you can rent it and get a monthly income. Not a lot of assets can do that. And you can physically touch it and see it. Mm. And you own freeholds, everything above and below uh, land. But that's not the case with fractional mm. ownership. Yeah. You can't rent it out. Okay, it might go up in value. But you can sell your position. It's not that liquid though because mm. it's so niche. Mm. Um I don't know, it's a weird it's one. You're sharing it. It's not really your home. Yeah. You, your book won't be there when you come back from, you know, next holiday. Mm. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Take your clothes mm. out. Like if you've got a villa in France and it's yours and your family's, you're going to leave your swimming trunks there, your towels. <laughs> you're going to leave your rubber ring there and your armbands and your lilo. And it will still be there in the cupboard. 
Whereas, you, you know, if you're sharing you, it with strangers. I bet you need you armbands do, yeah, to you, swim. You definitely need an armband and a, and a light and a uh, rubber ring, don't you still? Why do you say that? Why Why do you say that? Do you wear Speedos? You're definitely What's a Speedo guy. You're a Speedo guy. You are definitely what is wrong with wearing Speedos? There might be someone that's a fan of ours that might, be, might wear Speedos, might be wearing Speedos right now on the way to the beach. <laughs> if you are watching to and you're wearing yeah. Speedos... I please pay you a hundred pounds if you're on the beach listening to this comment. in speedos. I'd love to call yeah, please and, comment. And Alex and you might have offended them. And send the photographic <laughs> evidence to Alex. What is wrong with budgie smugglers? <laughs> Nothing. We digress. We digress. Sorry. Going yeah. back to speedos. Going yeah, back sorry. to your question. I agree with you. Personally, for me, it wouldn't be for me. I like my own space. I like my own I like my stuff. Yeah. However, I do think mm, trying to find my words carefully. I think people like to live without live outside of their means. So if you can invest two and a half million pounds into a 10 million pound home and you mm. can claim that that 10 million pound home is yours. But it's not. But it kind of it's, is. It is. It kind of is. is. You still get to entertain it's it like, and mm, say... You can post on Instagram. That part's mine. Yeah, but, no, but you, you can use post the whole Insta- hat. You, you can, use the whole apartment. The toilet's mine. No, but I disagree. The whole... The whole <laughs> it's not. You 25% own, of it is. Yeah, you still get to use it. You still get to hold the coolest parties. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... Know. I can see how it would appeal to people. Wouldn't definitely. Wouldn't there be a lease as well then in that instance? There must be some sort of agreement. At least, yeah. Like you can't party, oh. probably. No, I, I, well, think, I think whilst it's there, effectively, you do you do what you want. I don't know how it works with, but like, the, if you want to do a renovation, you don't like the wall colour, I don't know how it works. Yeah. As I said, there's but, a lot of nuances. Ownership, exactly. There's lots but of the, nuances. Hang on, the ownership yeah. structure of an apartment wouldn't supersede the rules and regulations of the building if it was no, in an apartment not. block. No, of course So, you know, whether it comes to partying, yeah. you know, whether it's the neighbour that is upstairs that owns 100% of the apartment, yeah, or you own 25, it doesn't change. No. I, I wouldn't think that they can just party and do whatever they want. I yeah, don't yeah. think it's, it's um, I think it could be the way forward. And I know yeah. shared ownership is quite a big thing. I think it's usually, and I don't want to be misconstrued here, but I think it's usually at the lower end of the market where mm. it's a good stepping stone to get on the mar- get on the property ladder. Yeah. I think it's usually shared ownership is done in conjunction with the government. Yeah. Um, and then over time you can buy the government out. Yeah. At the top end of the market, I can't let's, see let's, it. Let's put another point to you both. Okay, you've got a million pounds. Okay, you've worked really hard and you've now saved a million pounds in the bank and you're like, okay, okay. Talia, Harriet, that we're going to get another place. Okay, and you have to decide one place across the whole of the globe. Ooh. Okay, but no, no, that's not the question. But the question no, is, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm driving. The, the, what, what, what the question is is, okay, you then want to go and buy a place in Greece. You want to go and place buy a place in Barcelona. Now you could actually buy four places. You could have your place in in central London. You could have your place in Greece. You could have your place in New York. So you can have four places mm. instead of one. And that's now actually, I can go next weekend. I'm going to Barca. And then you're going to spend a week. Uh, no, I don't. But I, 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 <laughs> I, I actually fully agree. But I'm just putting out. It's a good point. I, I, I mean, don't, I don't what, know. What's the positive? I don't know. It's a massive positive. Look, there look, are to some people. There's cool. going to be a market for it. Yeah. Look, some people have bought fractional ownership. Look, it, it's, but I, I, it's not for me. Like, I, I, I think I, I don't know enough about it to be able to say. Also, that if if you said to me. The legal structure is done. There's nothing for you to worry about. If you want to sell it, you can sell your position in it. Yep. You set the dates, the, the dates are yours mm. and you have nothing to worry. Cause obviously at the moment it's like, I don't know much about it. So I, if you say to me, actually um, there's nothing you need to worry about and you have four homes rather than one and you can only be in one place at any one time. So whether you own one yep. or four, it doesn't change anything. Mm. Maybe it's... I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. I don't know. I can't answer the question. No, it's interesting. What would you asset? do? How liquid what, is it? What would you do, Mr. Shared Ownership Guy? <laughs> it's fractional ownership. Ollie.ingles forward slash shared ownership.com. <laughs> take the fractional ownership bit. Um, uh, it's, it's, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I think um, I, I agree I with your know. points. I think the hard thing is, it's like times of the year. Like you say, oh, I'd love to spend Christmas there. But the problem is if the other three people want to spend Christmas there. So then it defeats the object. Who gets of- Christmas there? Do you do it once every four years? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how And then works. you're buying something and you I want can't... to buy in the summer because it's, you know, I want to go away when it's hot weather, but actually everyone else is booked. I don't know. And, and it's a very good point. It's, it's a really interesting concept. Um, I think there will always be a market for it. I agree. There will definitely be a market for it. Whether or not the market's correct for you, I don't know how it works with loans. Will a lo- Could you get a two and a half million pound loan when the mass is worth 10 million? I don't know how the, 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 the debt structure works on it. I don't know how the booking structure... At the moment, no. Because it's unknown. It's unknown. But there is something, there is something mm. there. There is something so there. So there are some good questions from you. I'm conscious of time. Should we um, have some questions from... Oh, from the people. Joe, Resident, Actually, Joe Public. 
There's a gentleman on uh, LinkedIn who sent me a nice message with a question. Really long what question. What was the question? So Blake Penn uh, in the Cotswolds, he says, I'm a, I'm two years into my career, having worked for a f- small family-run business and now a corporate, currently in the Cotswolds. My goal is to get into the super prime and prime markets, forward slash London. I'm aware experience is very valuable and I'm willing to put in the work. London is, of course, a lot more expensive to live in. I would be super interested to know all of your thoughts, forward slash advice. I grew up in Australia and I am familiar with their model, forward slash, he loves a forward slash, this guy, <laughs> brokerage style. <laughs> his website. <laughs> <laughs> forward slash, brokerage style approach. You guys are leading by example. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Blake Penn. Mm, big you, question Blake. I know. Any thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Thank so you, Blake. There's a lot of questions. A lot to digest in that. Like, that's like another podcast. Well, I've heard is forward slash, forward slash, forward slash. Next, next month's podcast. Next week's so podcast. So he's basically saying, how do we get into the super prime market? One second. It's like a bit of an essay. So no offense, Blake. Um, I appreciate that you're reaching out. Yeah, I'm two years into my it. career. Worked in a small run, family run business. Now corporate working in the Cotswolds. My goal is to get into the prime super prime market in London. Uh, experience is very valuable and willing to put in the work. London is, of course... So you're reading it all again. Why don't you just yeah. stop, yeah. stop at one section of it and we can digest. Right, let's just stop the, the first bit. How'd you get into the... He's interested to know all of your all of our thoughts or advice. Okay. Tips. Tips. You saying tips? Or tips? Tips. Right, first tip. Okay, first tip. First tip for Blake. Blake, first of all, the first thing you need to do, you need to get into the London marketplace. To start yeah, building you your career to get towards the prime and super prime marketplaces, that's where inevitably you want to be. Yeah. Don't forget, yeah. that's not the, shouldn't be everyone's goal. Yeah. But if you want to get into that marketplace, the, be, the, the best first thing you have to do, you have to London. get in here now. Do you know, you know, the what, they, creme you know what they do in, in America? London. When they want to break into a building, they rent in Excuse that. Excuse me? You're like helping robbers now, are you? Break in. When I say break in, is in making. We do not endorse breaking into (laughs) property. (laughs) When they want to make an impact and a mark on sales or rentals within a building, they will rent in that building. So they meet every person in that building and familiar face. So they will make an investment in themselves. So for Blake, Mm. I would, you know, take the leap of faith and invest, move into London, get a job somewhere one of the better corporates and you can say that you live in central London and when you go to pitch and you meet people and say oh where do you live you're not saying Cotswolds obviously it'll be difficult Cotswolds <laughs> is a good market it's a great yeah, market, it's a good say, market. Yeah, don't, but sorry he, I thought he was market. saying he wants to be in London but he said he, he, he does partly said he wanted but why to actually why what? Yeah, why, not, why not smash become, the, the become the, the super prime in super prime market yeah super prime market market you know Raquel she gave me inspiration she was saying that she specifically focuses on a location yeah rather than spreading herself thin and wide yeah she goes to the same her kids go to the same school as all of her clients she goes to the same gym she gives a welcome pack even if even if they don't buy with her if they buy from another realtor love she knows advice. her neighborhood back to front all amazing. these different parks and rivers and lakes yeah. yeah and she will say i know you didn't buy with me but i'm a neighbor i live love locally that. here's my guide that is the best you should do that, that you should quality. learn your neighborhood really well <laughs> maybe you've been trying for 10 years <laughs> but no blake you ha- blake um, has to immerse himself in where I've, he wants yeah. to be I've you got know. I've got a quick question. I don't I feel like we didn't touch upon that very much. Blake, call us and we'll spend more yeah. time. With you. Um yeah. I had a question that came through. Let me get it up. I've got a few. Uh, from mm. where's it gone? Okay, while you're doing that, when, uh, this is from the burning monkey. When helping a difficult client Oh, save the monkey. How do you make sure they stay interested in the property? I think he's talking about buyers. When helping a difficult client, I think he's saying buyer. How do you, I think he means by, how do you make sure they stay interested in the property if they're difficult? If they're getting cold feet, maybe throughout the process? Um, well, the way I read difficult would be someone who's a bit tricky to deal with if they're a bit well, aggressive a, a or view. abrupt. I don't know, he hasn't said, or she said. I, I, look, again, the I think, monkey hasn't said. Well, go on, Ben. No, no, you go. <laughs> they haven't said. I was going to say, look, we, we, we tour every different so many different types of people around don't we you know some people are really chatty they like to converse with you some people you can read instantly and they don't want a really big full sale spill mm. and then so you point out certain elements but you give them time to wander around some people are very emotional and you can tell that from the start so you're mm. painting pictures of what they'll be like with their family in the kitchen or lit ones in the garden etc but you have to a, a good salesperson reads who they're pitching 100%. to Within a minute. Or even before. Yeah, but even before, before they've turned in, up. In you know pretty quickly. Exactly, you yeah. know. In the Already. first conversation, and you're qualifying them and you're asking yeah. them questions, 
look, don't get me wrong. There are prickly characters out there mm. that are difficult to break down. That's difficult to break the ice. But if you do your job correctly, I mean, naturally, we're doing the best by our clients in pre-qualifying anyone that comes into the home. Mm. So by the time they step foot through the threshold, we should know a little bit about them. Yeah. And that's where you hopefully will build a rapport with them. Yeah. And then when you're in person... Can you I make know, it really easy for the burning monkey? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> that could actually be their name. They might identify as a monkey. God no. And they're burning. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like if they're not interested, don't try and re-engage them. They're not interested. That's it. Simple as. I, I used to be a, um, a broker. I used to sell uh, products over the telephone mm. uh, working in the city when I first, before I, I was an agent. And I would hang up on people quicker than they could hang up on me. I like to focus on people who are interested. It was all about finding the lead who's interested. Isn't that from Wolf of Wall Street? There he hangs up and he's like, why, why did you hang up on me? And he hangs up again. He's like, well, do you want to buy this off me? And he just hangs up. And, just hang up. and the person's like, fine, I'll just buy it from you. Well, well, just tell me what it is, I'll buy it. No, I, that's is that a bit not unrealistic. What? And what I'm talking about, when, I'm cold, <laughs> when I was cold calling people, I'd be like, hi, it's Alex calling from XYZ. Uh, want to send you our sales brochure. Mm. You know, blah, and what blah, did blah. XYZ sell? Ah, oh, story for another day. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard but of that company before. <laughs> XYZ. They weren't called XYZ. <laughs> it was a fine time in my life. I don't really want to get into it. Okay. Yeah. On. It was like a dream. Uh, anyway, so um, if someone's not interested, <laughs> if someone's not interested, um, you want to not focus on that, but you want to focus on people that are interested. Otherwise, you're going to waste your time. The good, uh, Some of the best salespeople uh, that I know or agents that I know the people who can sift out the people who are serious and who are not serious yeah. your time is so valuable especially for mm. us who have no salaries right we need to be very careful with where we spend our time Yeah, that's a good point. so you want to spend your time with people who are serious and going to buy from you or rent from you yeah fine um, quick fire oh okay quick fire question <laughs> quick fire Just question of time from uh, Samuel Varden Vaden not sure how to pronounce it but he's a great supporter of all of us I know uh, favourite Taylor shout out Samuel I know him Favorite tailor and/or shop in London? Wow, cool. Man, I really like Reese. I'm a Reese. The guy. three entrepreneurs I'm jumper what? shop is very good. Sorry, Ollie was just. Uh, oh, sorry. It's not nice when you get cut off, is it? Sorry, Ollie. I mean, I'll <laughs> just quit. I mean, I'm a Reese. I'm I'm not really too flashy. To be honest, Reese, with you. I, I like Reese. Reese. I like Do you have the quarter oh, zips? I am flashy. I have the quarter zips, uh, trousers, three quarter length trousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like stuff in there. <laughs> Cool. I used to, with the little dangle, <laughs> dangly bits of, yeah. I used to love them. Oh, I can imagine you there. Like, at that weird age, that like, when you're coming yeah. into puberty, you like go, wear three quarter yeah. legs. Yeah. Should we go on a value? Pods, did your you have mom, pods? Your mum buys you Mate, three quarter legs. legs. Did you have the trainer's pods? No, you don't have pods. Mate, did you have your three quarter legs, but also still have socks, which were like longer socks? So you still had like longer socks. You didn't have like... I think that's a thing it's now. It's like just combined I together. Combined. I think they've actually come into back into they fashion. Back there, but I mean, like they're back in. Should we go on to evaluation wearing our three quarters? Well, well, according to you, you can. No. Well, you can go into a, you so can go a re- into an interview. I'm a Reese kind of guy. Did he say that? You can go into an interview. I'm a Reese My uh, for like suits, um, although I'm kind of going through a phase where I'm... No, don't give fashion to... advice, Benji. Yeah, no. going through a phase where I'm hopefully changing my fashion. Uh, for me, suit supply uh, yeah. for suits is, is a good go-to. Nice. Uh, suit good. It's outside of that, I will yeah. not give advice to anyone because no. um, it's not my strength and I play to my strength. Yeah. So also, Alex, just quickly, Alex with, with a, you. With a suit, just very quickly, with a suit, it's not sometimes the brand. All we've got to do is have it tailored. Yeah, You true. can go in and get a suit from M&S. <laughs> oh What's wrong with M&S suits? M&S is great. And then all you need to do is have it tailored. What's wrong with M&S? Just have a suit tailored. It's more the fit rather than the brand. Yeah, mm. he's right. You can make a... a, a, get a, get a I'm a talking! Nice. You can make a suit look a million dollars. 100%. You can go and buy a 100 pound or dollar suit yeah. Yeah. and take it to a really good tailor. 100%. Pay 80 pounds. Yeah. Have it tailored at the uh, ankles and at the cuffs and make it look really good. Yeah. And take it in the uh, square back, it's called as well. Um, but I think it's very important to have a good tailor and a suit shop, a good hairdresser. Which you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually growing my hair. Thank you very much. Yeah, I can tell. So I haven't been for a while. And what else? I think those are the two main things, really. Nails. Nails. Can't, can't you yeah. nails? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I, I, I've, it's just a thing. Anyway, next question. Do we have yeah, any more next questions? One. That's right. I didn't get any questions, okay. unfortunately. Are turtlenecks acceptable? Love them. Yes. From Jackarook. Love a turtleneck. From who? Jackarook. Jack Collins. Is the turtleneck all the way up? Yeah. 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 Mate, I wear them all the time. 
Why is well, why, why, why they laughing? I love it. So no, but sometimes you get you those, do like, love a turtleneck. I love even a, the summer I, I, a bit. I do like. A I've never yeah. seen you wear it anything apart though. from a turtleneck, apart from today. Do you know it suits you because you've got a really good body? Ollie turtleneck. <laughs> in, what? I'm not like flirting. Yeah, you don't have a big thing. neck. No, no, but I do. I like a turtleneck. I think I've got a big neck. You don't. You have a very small neck. We were small. You don't have a big neck. I think I've got a pretty strong neck. turtleneck, you go to his. How can you have a small neck? No, you know, some people have like a long neck, some people have a small neck, so you don't look like you have a big neck. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't really wear them very much because I've got a bit of a belly. You haven't got a belly? I've got a bit of a Greek belly. Yeah, you, you it's in my come jeans. On. Yeah. There's, no need, there's no need to be polite here. He hasn't got a little <laughs> bit of a belly, he has a, a belly. Sorry, I don't play football semi pro like five times a week. Yeah, that's why yeah, I, can I, wear polo neck. I can wear uh, turtlenecks. Sorry. When you're the top billing agent at DGRE, you know, you're at your desk a lot. I'm never at my belly. desk. Yeah, that's, I'm never at my <laughs> desk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The, the urban Persian yeah. uh, said, rank the following skills of an agent. Networking, problem solving, marketing, go. Networking, networking problem, solving, problem solving, marketing. Well, I can't solve this problem. Well, if you work at a big corporate, <laughs> <laughs> if you work solved. at a big corporate, you're not going to really go into mar- that you know, really, marketing. That is a very Unless you, obviously you're going to market yourself a little bit so, on social media. So but you're vital. Kind of, is anybody oh, listening wow. to me? There is, is anybody so, listening to me? I, no. I might as well not speak. Ollie, um, so that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it out, Benjamin. Let's work it out. Yeah. Right. What I was saying was. If you're working at a bigger corporate company, mm. you're kind of fed business, right? You don't really need to market yourself. Mm. And you don't need to network. You don't really need yeah, to network either. but you have either. to for the future. You ha- we know you have to because yeah, yeah. we're entrepreneurs mm. and quite entrepreneurial. Yeah. They, well, not they, I used to be one. When you're fed business, you can get quite comfortable is what I would say. Mm. A lot of my friends work at corporate or, companies. Or grow a big belly. Fat, I've lazy, got, and you can get a big belly. You know, my cousin is obviously family and going to be the best fan of my wedding. He works at a big corporate company. Do you not, you're not inviting me and Benji, not your best man. That we're not going to come into this. I mean, you've got us on your Wait, chest. Awkward. Ollie, I, I am. Oh, fuck. It's just me then. It's just you. Are we allowed to swear on this? From yeah. Maddie Gator, tennis shoes with a suit. <laughs> question mark. PM. Yeah, we didn't answer the question. It's a very, very, very awkward question. I would say all three are very other. good. If I, were to, if I had a gun <laughs> at my head, I would say um, marketing number one. Yep. Um, networking number networking two. Networking number two. Problem solving number three. Agreed. Move on. Why are you posing? Good question. I'm not yeah. posing. Very good. Very, very like, good question. I always look like I'm posing. because You're just like looking at your face. phone like... Very, very... Now I'm thinking... He's got the camera on. I was thinking <laughs> networking, problem solving, marketing. Yeah, marketing definitely comes first, yeah. always. Sorry, even in a downturn. <laughs> you know, one company I used to work at, when when things got a bit quiet, I, don't, I think it was during Brexit or something, the first thing they did was sack marketing. Can you believe that? Yeah. They made them all redundant. Yeah, yeah. Like, they I've should do, be before. doing the opposite in yeah. a downturn, like pumping money into marketing. I've seen that. Should we do Next one more? One. I know you've got a viewing soon. You meant to say like, and oh yeah, Arsenal good team. point, Alex. Yeah, oh, great yeah, point. Mate, I've got to go now. One more question and we'll wrap up. I've got three minutes. Okay, last question. Tie or no tie? No tie. Tennis shoes with a suit, question uh, mark. Uh, sorry, no tie. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going I'm round? This... Are we going round the table? Okay, no, tennis, uh, tennis shoes. Tennis shoes with a suit, question mark. What's tennis shoes? Like my dunks? Why it's Probably. dunks. Let's just say trainers. I like it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. 50-50. Okay, cool. You can rock both. Are you, gonna, are you gonna leave to go to your viewing and we carry on or are you gonna uh, if you want me to no no we'll wrap it up <laughs> okay well, thanks Oliver you can go now, <laughs> you can go now. <laughs> thanks for the interview <laughs> okay so is that a wrap I love it I think that could be a wrap I think that's a really good one okay the future of real estate I hope, so I hope in a nutshell the future of real estate is very oh, unknown I literally just wrapping up and you just like sorry say, no, Alex likes to wrap up I'm the host goodbye let's <laughs> <laughs> go you. Yeah, you always do this <laughs> you always do this take his live now I'd like you to sit there next week no no fine and to be fair, you I, I... Weren't you there last week? Yeah. yeah. Benji, he likes his left side. No, just yeah, likes it up. Oh, really? Yeah. So next week, I'll... I agree. Urban Persian. He's the urban Persian, by the way, who sent in the question. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, he's the urban Persian. That's very good question, yeah. to be fair. I didn't know Persia was still a thing. Isn't it Iran? Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to the Three Entrepreneur Podcast. Um, remember, if you gained something, if you if you liked what you got, if you learned something, if you found it funny, like and share the show. Pay the fee. Mm, we'll see you on the next it. show, episode five. Buy the baby. merch. To the jingle. Buy the merch. <laughs> Back to the studio. <laughs> Back, Back to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> see you later, guys. See you in episode Bye. five. <laughs>